everybody. Welcome to Rachel's Reviews. I'm so excited today. We are here to talk to the co-writers and directors of the new independent film, The Peanut Butter Falcon. I had a chance to see this film last week and I really enjoyed it. I have my review. I'll put in the uh, description section. You guys can check it out. And, uh, and we have Tyler Nielsen and Michael Schwartz here. And thank you so much Rachel. for coming on the podcast. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, thank you. I'm yeah. Tyler, by the way, for listeners wondering who that is. And I'm Michael. And so, we're excited to be on Rachel's Reviews. Yeah, thank you so much. And why don't you guys tell us a little bit about yourself and how you came to to make this movie? Uh, well, I feel like I'm on the spot, like we're dating. Um, <laughs> hi, my name is Tyler. I like to take walks on the beach. Um, uh, no, I'm Tyler. I'm from the Outer Banks of North Carolina. A uh, filmmaker. I definitely didn't think I'd ever make narratives like this um sort of film uh, i thought i'd make surf films and adventure films and if i was lucky enough to do that and uh i think what drew me to the project was zach is one of my best friends and i love him very much and we uh wanted to write a story for him to sort of uh to be on a dance floor as an actor you know we had seen him uh performing in a short film and really wanted to sort of give him a shot to uh take his chops to the world and for, for anybody that hasn't seen the trailer doesn't know anything about the film zach is an actor with down syndrome and he'd been studying acting since he was three years old he works in a movie theater he went to a mainstream performing arts high school and he had a conversation with us one day this is now five years ago and he said you know i want to take the next step i want to act in feature films and we had a, a just a serious conversation with him and we said you know, there's not a lot of opportunities for actors with disabilities to star in feature films. And he kind of took the opportunity to just say, let's do it together. You guys write and direct and I'll act in it. And then we said, let's freaking do it. And we high-fived and we all drove to the library and checked out like 20 books on how to make movies. Uh, and we started writing a feature film for Zach. For real? So you, you, yeah, guys, yeah. you guys didn't have, you didn't, hadn't been to film school or anything like that? My, my, I'm going to steal your line, Mike. Mike likes to say he just got people coffee, and that's what we were doing. I was getting, <laughs> I was getting coffee. Mike was getting people coffee. And yeah, went with the old school, like, apprenticeship route, got jobs, and, and yeah. watched people that knew more than us. Yes. Way to go. That's incredible. Thank you, Rachel. Very impressive. Very impressive. So did you guys, were you just friends? Happened uh, yeah, we neighbors. We lived in the same building in Santa Monica. This is now almost 14 years ago. Oh my gosh. And I know. And it just um, recognized a wildness in Thailand. Yeah. Like, That's a guy that I could spend more time with. I've been living on a boat in Samoa, traveling in the jungle. I got really bad staph infections and couldn't oh live there anymore. So I had to go with dream number two. <laughs> so I got an old pickup truck and drove to LA and lived in it for a year and then finally had enough money to move into a small apartment and I ran into mm. Michael Schwartz who had just ridden his bike across the country he rode his bike to Maine and then decided to jaunt up to Canada for the winter and dance on a street corner in the middle of the Canadian winter and record it and make a short film and I just was like you sound crazy and just the kind of crazy I like let's hang out let's be best friends and then we high-fived and we oh were best friends gosh I think you guys need to make a movie about yourself because that sounds really great that's that's amazing <laughs> i you. love that we're, work, we're working on some other stories right now <laughs> so that one's on the back burner yeah so the so the story of zach in the movie that's not based on anything in any person in particular 
or any book or anything like that? It was your own original? Yeah, idea? own original, obviously inspired by certain things, uh, films like we really liked Mud and Mark Twain is a writer that we always uh, mm -hmm. gravitated towards and things like Stand By Me. But yeah, it was, uh, you know, when we were writing and the writing process was just a braided rope of um, what can we do with Zach that's believable and really, uh, but also stretching as a, uh, you know, f as an actor for him and what can we afford, which is nothing uh, except for the exteriors of the hometown that I come from, which is North Carolina. So uh, you kind of combine that um, with, uh, you know, the, the blue collar sort of place that I came from um, combined with uh, Zach and who he is. And yet we wound up with the peanut butter Falcon. That's really cool. I, I that's very impressive to do. Uh, so how do you? I mean, you gave us an eight point five, and I'm really hoping that we can skirt it up to eight point six. <laughs> okay. Who knows? Eight point five one. I don't know what's going to happen right now, Rachel, but I know that the sky is the limit. I, I, it goes, maybe it goes to eleven. I don't know. I don't know how numbers work. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so how did you end up casting Shia? in the role, Shia LaBeouf? Oh my gosh, Shia LaBeouf has been one of my favorite actors forever. And it was a little bit of a, a circuitous route. Um, we wrote the script and no one would read it because we don't have agents or managers or know anybody famous. We were just a couple guys with a script. And um, so we went and shot basically a trailer for the film um, with Zach to show that he could do the acting job and to show what the world felt like in the tone. And then we wow. started sending it to people. Um, send it to actors like on their Instagram accounts and their Twitter accounts. And somebody reached out and said, I'll help you. And then once we had one person, it was sort of like dominoes. Um, people started reading the script and then we got to Shia and he was, you know, always our, our top choice. How did choice. you meet him originally? How did it even, so he was in from the ground one practically. But uh, yeah. I mean, he, uh, it's there's so many people that are involved in making the movie. So we had these producers, Lige and Dave, that we'd been working with, you know, putting together sort of the feel of the movie. And then when we made the proof of concept, um, we got it to these other producer producers, Albert and Ron, who had made a movie with Shia before called Charlie Countryman. They also oh. made um, Nebraska with Bruce Dern. That's how we were able to get Bruce oh. Dern involved. And they made another movie called Lowdown with John Hawks. And that's how we were able to get John Hawks involved. Um, so it's really, it was just um, a lot of preparation so that we were ready when we got really lucky because we were just really yeah. lucky as well. That's really, that's really great. Uh, I, I was really impressed with the cinematography. It looked so yeah. beautiful. I don't want to be on that, uh, that raft. Uh, and so I was just wondering about, uh, yeah, Nigel Bluck. Uh, how did you yeah. guys end up getting him on board? Yeah, Nigel's great. I think, you know, Tyler and I had gone out and shot this this trailer with our um, producer, Dave, who's also a, a great camera operator and DP as well. And we had the look and the feel of the movie really well established. And Nigel had shot um, this movie called The Tree that we really liked. It was naturalistic and sort of felt timeless. And, you know, we just saw his work and we, it happened really fast. So Shia told us he was going to do the movie and that we, he was going to disappear into a cabin in Finland for six weeks, and he was going to be totally cut off, like no email, no phone, no nothing. And when he came out, he would just come to set, and we'd make this movie. And we're mm -hmm. like, oh, okay, that's exciting, but also 
you know, now we have a deadline. Now we have a window oh. that we're actually going to be shooting this. So we've got to go find the rest of the crew. We've got to go like figure out how the money stuff works. And luckily our producers helped us figure that out. And I remember staying up late at night, Tyler and I had gone with um, our producer Lige to um, Savannah, Georgia, where we ended up shooting the movie, just looking at reel after reel of director of photography's work. And when we got to Nigel's, we said that ah, like, that's how we want it to look. That's how we want it to feel. And he luckily um, responded well to the trailer that we'd shot, um, the sort of the preview test footage. And he said, yeah, I'll be there in a week. Wow. You guys are impressive. That is really cool. I'm 8.7 impressive. <laughs> Rachel, are we talking 8.7 impressive? <laughs> Um, and so one other question I had is, so was it hard to decide how aggressive to make the wrestling that, because one thing I appreciate about the movie is I appreciated that I didn't feel like sometimes stories about people with special needs, it's sort of treated like they have superpowers. And I, I think that can be, I think that can be really patronizing. Like something like, I hate, I am Sam, like that movie, I hate it. And what'd you yeah. give it out of 10? 8.2? <laughs> I wasn't a critic back then, but I'd give it like yeah. a two out of 10. I hate it. And, yeah. uh, and so, uh, I don't know. I appreciated that, but it must've been hard to decide like how, like in the wrestling scenes and some other stuff, like how far are we going to go with this character in getting beat? It's been hard for you. It wasn't hard for us. We treat Zach like he's just a, yeah. like what he is a normal human being. So yeah. Zach likes to wrestle. He lo mm -hmm. loves wrestling and, loves re to wrestle and loves to act so we really let him you know we said you guys get out there and kick each other's asses yeah and, and they went for it yeah That's it's cool. inter interesting i think zach he also stood up for himself on set we'd had um a stunt coordinator that wanted a stunt actor to do i don't know if you remember the scene or if people when they hear this probably won't have seen the movie but there's some st stunts where like zach jumps off a 40-foot platform into water and the stunt coordinator didn't want Zach to do mm -hmm. it. And Zach was like, guys, like, let me do it. You're letting Shia do it. Why don't you let me do it? And we all sort of huddled up and said, you know, this is what we're here for. It's like, we're here to treat Zach like any other actor. Mm -hmm. And um, he's a great swimmer and he can do this. Um, so he really stood up for himself on that kind of stuff too. He That's wanted great. the challenge. I love that. That's awesome. Very cool. Uh, well, last question I have is what do you hope – the message of the film is what do you hope people uh when they see it they get out of it i mean i really hope i love to go to the movies and feel good and feel a range of emotions so i hope that people are moved emotionally mm -hmm. and it's also like whatever people need like people need different things at different times and i don't know, i hope they get whatever they need there's nothing really specific so tyler what about you what do you think what do I want people to take from it? Yeah, what do you want people to take from the movie? Uh, gosh, it sounds so, it feels so egotistical. Like, what do I want? Um, I think it'd be really cool if people left the theater feeling good. I think in this world we're living in, it's kind of, we kind of are tearing into, into each other sometimes and it doesn't feel really good. And I turn on the news and it doesn't always feel really good. And I think it just, could just be nice to feel good and, See, see people who are a little bit different than us um, in a different light. And that could be really, really rad. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think you succeeded. I, I felt good after I left and I, I thought it was just a, a it was a really sweet 
really heartwarming movie and with good performances and beautiful cinematography. So way to go. <laughs> Thank you, so, Thank much, you so much, Rachel. I really yeah. appreciate it. So if people want to find the movie, uh, yeah. how can they find out if it's playing near them? We're looking right now, but if they're in Salt Lake City, it opens up on Thursday or Friday, Mike? Uh, I'm not sure. It's August 9th is sort of a, a limited release. So independent movies and small movies like ours, sometimes they put them out in just a handful of cities um, and then mm -hmm. let the word of mouth build from there. So I know August 9th, it's Salt Lake, Denver, LA, New York, Dallas, Austin, yeah, and a couple others. And then on the 23rd, it's nationwide. But um, sooner the better. If people are around the theaters, like you can go to the peanutbutterfalconmovie.com and there's a schedule on there of which cities are opening when. And then I think even starting, um, you know, probably by the time this podcast is up, Fandango, you can just enter your zip code and it'll tell you where a theater is near you. Yeah. Or other, you know, ticket selling websites like that, Rotten Tomatoes and all the others. Yeah, and I was going to say too, even though it is rated PG-13, but I feel like it's, it's, uh, it's something I would, every family's different, but I think it's actually a family film. Something I would Got feel it. comfortable taking, uh, certainly middle-aged and middle school aged uh, kids and up to see for sure. Um, oh yeah. We're so not don't be scared it, off by that. It's, yeah. It's not a, it's a, it is a family film. I mean, the thesis of the film is, is friends of the family you choose. It's, mm -hmm. it's about, it's about creating family uh, when, when you don't have one in a mm -hmm. lot of ways. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, I have a daughter, a three and a half year old, and she, it's her favorite film. Oh, so that's so I'm pretty cool. comfortable showing it to her. And we actually bumped into Shia at the grocery store the other day, and uh, and she like kind of looked at me and looked at him and it was like, it was like, Daddy, <laughs> like it was so weird for her because he plays Tyler and wears like my favorite hat that she wears all the time, and it was a really we took a picture of them together. It was really sweet. That's really cool. Well, great. Well, congratulations on the film. And uh, are you on social media uh, if uh, people want to follow you? Yeah, we have a Peanut Butter Falcon um, Instagram account and a Facebook. And we put a, a lot of fun stuff up there, um, behind the scenes stuff, pictures. It's, we had a lot of fun on set. It was like summer camp. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We all got along really well. And it's exciting to have the movie coming out now because it's, it's almost like summer camp part two. Okay, great. Good. We'll have all that yeah. in the description section. Definitely check it out. And cool. thank you Rachel. so much. We're coming. All right, we'll talk to you soon. Okay, bye. If you'd like more interviews like this, please consider becoming a patron of my channel. I love talking to people behind the different movies, and this is definitely one I recommend you checking out. Uh, please subscribe to my channel, or if you're listening on iTunes, please uh, leave your ratings and reviews. Really appreciate that as well. And uh, thanks so much again for Tyler and Michael for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate it. And I look forward to hearing what you uh, think of the movie. So let me know if you get to see it, what your response is, and what you think about what Tyler and Michael had to say. I would love to hear your thoughts. Uh, so thanks again, and uh, we'll talk to y'all later. Bye!